I got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Is that the new theme song? The new what? Theme song? You're supposed to say where. Where? This is what happens when you miss dress rehearsal. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Look. <laughs> welcome, welcome to everybody who is tuned in beyond the initial four seconds where things I'm, typically fall apart. I'm sure other people were singing along. You know, I was worried this was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the uh, the week 48 or core 48, I should say. Uh, this is just only our 40. Actually, I was going to say it's our 48th episode, but it isn't because we've missed a few. Uh, but core 48 and it is about worry. And man, like this is just one of those things that it's it's difficult to even acknowledge as a sinful attitude. Mm-hmm. Because it just seems so involuntary. Absolutely. Because it's just one of those things that we're so prone to. Like, you know, you know, you think about sometimes there's, when we try to categorize sin, like, you think about these things that you can kind of get drawn into or somebody like entices you with. And it's not that anybody ever had to teach you how to sin, but man, nobody ever had to teach you how to worry. Oh, and look, like uh, I, I always confess in this one, like I am, I am good at this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not not worrying, but like worrying, like yes. I, uh, like I always say, you know, I'm a third generation worrier, and I know what you mean by that. Yeah, I know you do, yeah. and it's it's just like I can worry. Uh, I would challenge. I could go toe to toe with the best of them. I can worry you under the table, man. Like I, I can focus on things that not only will never happen, but could not ever happen. And mm-hmm. just, you know, ring myself out over like interactions that I've had and what people must be thinking of me because I'm so important that people think about me for the rest of the day. Like, you know, that's, that's a, an insane way to live. It's, that's a big thing that people worry about. And I was thinking about that. Uh, actually, I, while I was uh, exercising this morning, that, that came to my, my head. I know, you know, this quote and, and, it's it's been said different ways that's one of the big things people worry about is what other people think about them or you know like you said you'll have some interaction you walk away and be like ah oh, like i bet i came across like this or that and you think about it for the rest of the day and they don't give it a second thought because uh, the, the adage goes something like this and in my 20s i worried about what everybody thought and and then in my 30s i decided i don't I'm not going to worry anymore about what anybody thinks and then in my 40s and 50s i realized nobody was thinking about me anyway yeah that's it <laughs> Right. If, if you realized how remarkably little it happens, right? You know the time spent worrying. Well, look, the, like those time spent worrying, all time spent worrying is time wasted. It is a Absolutely. useless emotion. It changes nothing. Jesus said, uh, "Who of you by worrying can add even a single hour mm-hmm. to his life?" Mm-hmm. Uh, that, of course, is in Matthew six, which is where our first passage is as well. Yes, that's right, and so. Uh, I, th- I think you're going to read that for us, correct? I do not think that's correct. I think you are reading it for us. Okay. Yes, I think. Or you you're tapping right. it out in Morse code there, I, or something. I'm I'm, wor- I'm worried about it. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's jump right in here. Then it is Matthew six thirty three, which really puts the button on it. It says, "But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well." You know, because yeah. it. The lead up to that passage is, of course, the things that are easy to worry about. Uh, he says, you know, worried about what you're going to eat 
and worried about what you're going to drink and worried about what you're going to wear. And man, you can throw that on the pile of stuff. And, and it's funny. I mean, that could be more relatable right now than in previous times, given just the state that everything is in. And Jesus assures those who are listening, your heavenly father knows that you need them. And he also reminds them like the pagans chase after this, these things. Everybody chases after these things. Right. And pagans would be people that do not believe there is a God. That's right. People those who, who do not know God. So you're acting no God. as though you don't know God when you do that. And furthermore, like you said, I mean, it's, it's a bit more relatable, I think, these days uh, with you know inflation being what it is. But I think for most of the time for us in the West, you know, odds are for people who are listening to this, uh, both those guys, uh, <laughs> those, those, that's not the thing that you're worried about. Like Valid. Those, those real basic needs. That's not if, what's consuming our mind with worry. If, if you're affluent enough to be able to um, hear this or watch this on some device, you're right. Probably you're not necessarily you know worried where your next meal is coming from um, you also got to be tech savvy like you and i uh, yeah well i see that's the other portion of this uh the the tech talk if you want to go to the early episodes that's where oh, all man. the tech talk is uh can just, sorry can we just acknowledge that a little bit because i have to tell you actually i didn't plan on this at all but you want to talk about stress and worry so our first episodes of this which i don't even think i don't even think you can go back and listen to them Oh, uh, that's good. Because our, <laughs> our first ones doing this were like live, right? Like that, we were, that's right. We were trying to do it on Facebook Live. We we're trying to do it like, and it was a disaster. Like not, <laughs> yeah. not that it's not a disaster now, but at least I know what kind of disaster it is when I upload it. But like, oh, is it working? And like the first, you know, I mean, not that our intros have gotten much better, but our intros beforehand were like, are we on? Is right. it working? Is anybody there? Right. And, oh. It stressed me out. And you know and what? Then, we worried about it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm worried saying. about how it's received, that it was just going to look. Yeah, you're right. And I'm just like, I'm looking ridiculous to, you know, all of our faithful viewers and listeners. Yeah, not a lot unlike now. But the funny <laughs> thing is, is that he says, like, if you seek his kingdom first, like, forget about the other stuff, not entirely, but set it aside for the moment. And first... Seek God, seek God's kingdom, seek God's righteousness. And when you set your focus on that, basically when you live like the God who provides will provide, when you act like the God who gives will give, when you look at you know, think of the God who blesses that he will bless, when you live like that, it says, then all these things, all the things that you need, my God shall supply all your needs according to his glorious riches. He'll give you all these things as well. The things that you need and probably, probably a lot of the things that you just want, but yep. don't need. And it's, you know, it's amazing how you can fall into these patterns. And I think that it, it's, it's about intentionality, things we're doing, things we're not doing. Uh, I mean, imagine this scenario. Imagine you're sitting in church. Okay. I mean, but you actually I can see the, it. Well, you know, getting to sit in the pews. I mean, sometimes it's a rare treat for, for, you know, us preachy types. That's right. And, uh, you know, imagine the pastor gets up there and he says, who here worries, right? And, and you hear worry, like, yes, Lord. Like Hands I, are raised. I identify with that. Now let's say, uh, the, another Sunday comes up who here 
is pursuing God's righteousness. Do you identify with that straight yeah. away? Like, yeah, that's a good question. Man. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, like the intention of mm-hmm. my life, the intention of my Thursday, mm-hmm. is to seek His kingdom. Like, I my my mission for my day is to seek God's kingdom. With without even as much a thought about all these blessings that will be added right. to me, because they're just byproducts. To right? live out, like we, we talk about Im- even. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to add on to live out the imputed righteousness of Jesus with your day. Well, it's look. I, I'm reminded of it all the time in worship, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, this past Sunday, uh, I think the true it's true for you as well. That's right. Um, you know, my family led worship with me. Like yeah, the, the whole the whole band, and this is a first for for me. I've done with different ones before, but like all of us, you know, together, and we had the opportunity to lead worship, which is a pretty special thing, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I was just commenting afterwards. Of course, you know, I've got my my kids on instruments, and I'm singing with my wife, and 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 my my youngest daughter singing as well. And I could feel my face, like I could feel smiling and look when i when i play and sing i often have a focused look on my face i've been criticized uh i say criticized but it's been pointed out to me that you look yes. so serious up there and i can just feel myself smiling and i i note i had to note afterwards isn't it amazing mm-hmm. that when we worship which all we want to do is make jesus famous and bless the name of the lord mm-hmm. that he gives us the blessing yes and that's when, right when you seek his kingdom and I'm not saying like, don't hear me saying like, Oh yeah, like I'm doing these things and God I is, know. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, I'm I trying do. to go back to humility there, but, uh, <laughs> but truly like I was just like so blessed by that time of worship that I was like, man, I hope, I hope that we were able to give, give the Lord some version of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But and yeah, I- you just seek his kingdom like that's what we need to be worried about. If indeed now, we need to worry, you 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 just go for that. God will work out the details, and I know that's easy to say and hard to do, but it's the truth. Now, here's what we don't want to do: when we get conf- sometimes we can get uh, confused on that, saying, "Okay, well, if I'm going to seek His kingdom and seek seek His righteousness, it means I'm just going to put hyper focus on being good. I'm going to put hyper focus on like I'll just make sure that I serve more than anybody else." And I do more than anybody else. And if anybody's looking for me for anything, I'd be like, nope, uh, he is busy because he's just seeking the Lord's righteousness, man. He just, <laughs> he just serving. It's not a competition, but if it was, I would win. I would, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So that kind of takes us to Luke 10. Yeah. I see what you're doing there. And in Luke 10 uh, verses 41 and 42, it says, but the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. So now this is, of course, where, you know, Mary is just at the feet of Jesus, listening, soaking Mm -hmm. it all in. And Martha is serving. She's cleaning. She's running. You know, she's busting tables. She's taking down reservations for next week. Yeah, yeah. And and look, I just want to I want to pause here, too, because we've talked before about having like this soft spot for Thomas, doubting Thomas. Right. Yes. And I just want to like go to bat for just a second before we get into this for Martha. Yeah. Cause like Martha is, seems to always like draw Jesus rebuke 
And Mary is just like, oh, well, Mary's doing the right thing here. And look, I want, I want everybody to understand that Martha's place in the canon of scripture is one of dedicated service. And that's right. all Martha is trying to do is what she believes is right. She is not the evil stepsister in this story. No, she know? isn't at all. But, but in this, you know, like she does in, in some other occasions, she just kind of misses it. She's so focused on serving and doing uh, that the the big picture kind of she kind of misses it a little bit, and, and we see it because in this story, this is what this is a response to, is and this is sometimes what happens when we're so focused on our own service, is she cries out to Jesus, and sometimes we cry out to Jesus or cry out to others, go tell them to do it like how I do it, yeah, go tell them to help me because. And I, I remember James and she McDonald literally talking. does that here. That's not, that's right. An illustration. That's, right. that's what she does. I, remember, I know I've quoted James McDonald a bunch, but I remember him talking about this and it kind of holds hands with their humility thing. Cause our, we make our service, our identity. And it's like the way he put it is I'm so good at God. I'm just so good at God. You know what I mean? And it's like, man, like, let me tell you about the way I serve. And when it almost gets into like that pharisaical thing where it's like, I tie through my spice rack, just so you know, Yeah, you know, and sometimes what can happen, and this is especially true of, of ministers, but it can be happen with those who are very involved in ministry. And that's where our service to God can become our God. That you're right. actually, like th that service, and it sounds weird, it sounds counterintuitive, the serving becomes the idol. Yeah, that, your ministry is an idol at that point. Because... It's for the praise of men. It's for look at me. And I'm not like saying like, so if you're serving a whole bunch, that's what you're doing. It's like, what we're saying is it kind of goes back to seek God first. This is, this is going to be for him. And like, if the way that you're serving causes you to look at others and be like, oh, uh, they should be doing what I'm doing. Everyone should be doing as much as me. You may just need to do a little heart inventory. Yeah. Well, again, like I think a lot of us have heard the joke, you know, like ministry would be great if not for the people. Yeah. And and of course, you know, the whole joke of that is that people, that's the whole deal. But look, you can fall into that being like, oh, look, like I got to make sure my sermon is amazing. So I can't call this person. And I have to like work on these things, you know, for hours on end, day after day, my door's closed. Like you cannot get past my secretary. Like you can't get to me because I'm, I'm doing important God stuff that you wouldn't understand. Right. right. And, but I'll reveal it to you when I come from behind the curtain on Sunday and, and again, it, what it becomes is I am obsessed with my own service, right? And how important I, I think it is. Right. It, so I, I just read something recently and it kind of touches on that. And it's just an example. It could happen with anything, but somebody was talking about the qualities that we look for in a worship leader. And, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, worship leading or being singing on the stage or whatever it is can be one of those like upfront service things. It's not, we don't necessarily see like, it's not, it's not the same as like, you know, putting bricks up on the new building or cleaning out the washrooms, like, like that kind of work. It's, it's still a different work. I'm not dismissing any of the work that goes into it. It's, it there's lots, but it's this idea of like, are, you know, is this, am I, am I up here because I'm a, you know, an excellent musician and a good singer and charismatic and all these things, but then do I love people? Right. Mm. Am I, am I trying to lead others 
in the worship of God is my main focus to make sure that, you know, people are really ushered before God's presence? Or am I making sure that, man, people know that, like, I played every perfect note, I sang perfectly and impressively, and so, and that where the spotlight is quite literally on me, mm. as opposed to pointing people towards Jesus, because it is a serving position. And yeah. that's what it ought to be. And that, and that can't be lost there, that it is out of service. And again, I, we're kind of getting a little away from the point here, but the, the truth of the matter is, is that when we are seeking God and serving God uh, and doing it truly to be at the feet of Jesus, that worry is just, it's not, it's not the closest thing to you. And look, like we've said before, you know, if, if your uh, problem looks bigger than your God, you're sitting too close to your problem, not close enough to your God. And here we have Mary sitting right at the feet of the Lord. And here's the thing too is that you spend time at the feet of the Savior, and you watch what that does to the way that you serve, Mm. right? Like, it's not like Mary's chosen to do this, and Mary doesn't serve at all. That's not what it is, right? But you watch what sitting at the, spending more time sitting at the feet of Jesus does to the way that you serve. Well, look, it's, you draw close to the Father, and there's just security. Worry doesn't exist there. He will draw close to you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can remember, uh, you know, we we always certainly feel like that. And I still kind of do, honestly. Like, if, if I'm with dad, mm-hmm. I just assume that whatever we're doing is going to work out. And look, you and I have talked about this many times. You probably Maybe you even know what I'm talking about or where I'm going here. Like, remember, we used to go for these drives with yes. dad. Yes. And like, I just, all I remember about them, I couldn't I couldn't take you to any of those places, by the way. Nope. Um, and I know you couldn't. And uh <laughs> And it's true. But, I can't but even here's say the anything. thing: it's like you know, all I know is that in 10, 15 minutes, we were on a dirt road or not even a road, mm-hmm. and we're just going. And just like I just remember one time we're out on this one. I know you know what I'm talking about. Where Dad's like, oh, I thought there was a bridge around here somewhere, and there is no bridge. I don't know if it floated away or what happened. And so all of a sudden, Dad just starts driving. Like there's this water, like this brook. I don't know. It's bigger than yeah. a brook. I don't know. It's this. It probably wasn't as big as I remember it in my kid yeah. head. But all of a sudden, he just turns and. We're driving through the water and he's going cut, cut, cut this way and cut, cut, cut that way on the thing. Because the and current's I, taking us. Yeah. And I remember thinking in my head, this is wild. Yes. But I don't remember, like, there was no thought that we weren't going to do it. Like, or that it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, we weren't going to get to the other side. Like, to me, well, dad is driving through the rushing water. And right. so I guess this is okay. Like, right. to me, there was no thought of, like, oh, well, this is going to go wrong. Because... I was with dad. So whatever happened, we were going to get there. You didn't know where you were, but you weren't lost. Yeah, that'll preach. You didn't know where you were, but you weren't lost. Because I'll tell you what else I remember with that trip was that we didn't cross it coming back. So I don't know how we came out or where we came out. That's true. But that was the only time we crossed it. And and yeah, that's that's it. And so again, when you're sitting, when you're sitting near your father, you don't have to know the way. Yeah. He knows the way. I love that. Yeah. Didn't know where we were, but we weren't lost. Man, that's mm. good. That's good. Um, yeah, sorry. All right. I'm still just yeah, I say we got to take on that one. So we're gonna keep we're gonna keep moving. We're in Second Corinthians now, chapter 10, verse 5. And it says, This is this is a kind of a Pauline response. He says, We demolish arguments. Doesn't that sound like the Apostle Paul? Sorry, I can't stop the commentary. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God 
and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. That's quite an image, isn't it? Yeah, like to yeah. be able to grab a hold of your thoughts and make them yield. And yet yeah, that's man. that's the instruction, right? Because I mean, it, worry is just that involuntary, like uh, I say involuntary, but really it's, and the, and the worst part about it too is like, it's this inside job. It's you are the one, you're replaying all these things. And this is where we really need, uh, you know, that the core verse for this week mm-hmm. in, in uh, chapter two, verse seven of uh, Philippians. Uh, I guess, I guess verse six is really the core, but in verse seven, it's that peace that passes mm-hmm. understanding, you know, and, and I know that we sang it beautifully off the top of the, of the show, but uh, the show, <laughs> you know, but it, but it says that peace that passes understanding mm-hmm. will guard your hearts and guard your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea that, that God by his Holy spirit would guard your mind from wrong thinking and guard your heart from wrong feeling that you wouldn't believe in your heart, these crazy things that aren't true, that aren't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that you wouldn't follow your heart, which again, we talk, you know, it looks great on a middle school pencil case, follow your heart, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's just wretched advice. Cause the, the heart is deceitful above, above all things. things. And it's just in the same way to live. Yeah, and the uh, the way I always love to talk about that peace that passes understanding down in my is that peace that, that is that peace that just doesn't make sense. Yep, you know, it's that like how you know in this in this situation that seems desperate. Where where is your calm? Where where is your peace? Like how can you how can you handle it like this? It doesn't make sense. And it's like it, you're right. It Look, doesn't. I think take of it to its most extreme end mm-hmm. in Job. Yes. When he's lost everything worldly that he could have. And there is his wife saying, curse God and die. And he was mm-hmm. like, you foolish woman or whatever it was that yeah, he said. Yeah. It wasn't nice. Um, uh, but he says, you know, the Lord gives and the Lord takes and, away. At, blessed be the name of the Lord. And that man, if you're talking about capturing thoughts. And you see, the thing is, here is what Paul is responding to is you know, those, those arguments that he's talking about, we demolish arguments uh, against the knowledge of God, those ones that, that go against him. And here's the thing we have to understand about worry. And this is why we need to take every thought captive is it's easy to sow doubt in the worried mind. Mm. And so when your mind, when your focus is on the problem and you're taking your eyes off Christ and you've got them squarely on the problem. And that's when people say, you know what? Is your God actually big enough to do that? Does your God actually care? Is your God actually there? And when you're focused on the problem, you're focused on the worry, and the thoughts are not captive, man, they're freewheeling. That's when we wander off and go, you know, man, and start to question the things that we that we know to be true. Start to follow these, you know, as you said, focus on things that just like aren't true, aren't happening. And man, it just takes you to a place that you do not want to be because we're not seeking God first anymore. We're chasing after the things that pagans chase after and we're living like there's no God. And I'll tell you and what, we'll see those results. A person ought to make themselves a list. You know, uh, I've talked many times about journaling and how rewarding mm. it is and beneficial it is. And I stink at it. Me too. Um, I'm much better at worrying. And, <laughs> you know, like you just make a list. Of the things Mm -hmm. that, you know, even, you know, I would encourage you to write down everything, but even if all you wrote down was the things that you were worried about and the requests that you have 
And then just something you could refer back to and see how God moved in those ways. Mm-hmm. Because worry really is choosing to believe and focus on this idea that God either cannot come through mm-hmm. or will not come through mm-hmm. against our better experience that he has over he, and over and over again. Is he faithful or is he not? Yeah. Because let me tell you something. His faithfulness far surpasses our own. Mm. Yeah. He He's faithful. He's the one who's good and good all the time. Like, he's the one that's consistent. Well, well, again, you know what? I mean, like, if, if I express to you that I did not think you were going to come through for me, that would hurt you, mm-hmm. right? And the opposite is true, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we obviously have a, a strong uh, relationship with one another, you know, much as we kind of razz back and forth here like brothers do. Yeah, I know uh, it's important to you. I still know <laughs> that I am like a personal hero to you. No, right. I knew it was going to turn out. Like, <laughs> but, but here's the thing, right? Like, but 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 truly, like, yeah. if, if you said to me, like, if 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 you had said to me, man, I just I already knew that you weren't going to come through. Yeah, like, I would be like, how could you think that? Because right. I would call to mind the different times that I know I've been there, and 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 the same. I would never say that to you because you. You know, we anyway. I don't need to go down all the road and all the stories. Here's it's just the thing. proven. It's just proven. It just happens. And look, I pray that God will never, never show up in my life uh, the way I often expect Him to. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like where I just get consumed on, oh, this is all going to fall to pieces, and then God just saves the day in His own way, in His own timing, like He nearly always does. And I'm left thinking, like, ah, why did I doubt? Why did mm-hmm. I worry? You know, I mean, it's amazing when, like, when you look at a, you take a story like Peter. I knew, I that's yeah, I knew it. And he's walking on the water. You're doing the thing, and you and you say like, you know, and he's he's literally in the midst of the impossible, mm-hmm. and he doubts, and he sees the waves, and he's worried. That's right, and eyes look, off Christ and eyes on the problem. Yeah, and look, and and we can point to be. The, point to that and be like, Peter, what is wrong with you? But look, I mean, we are going through much less scary things than the sea swallowing you up to mm-hmm. your end. Mm-hmm. And, and God is, is bringing us through it. And then all of a sudden we're like laser focused on the problem. Yep. And it just doesn't make sense. Is, is he good or is he not? Is he faithful or is he not? Do you not remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, that's part of why we celebrate communion every week is, yeah. is, is to remember. Yeah. Remember that he, the, the thing that he did, remember it again and again, take every, every thought captive. Absolutely. And, yeah. and make it obedient. I love that. Like take that thought and then force it into obedience to Christ. Mm. Mm. And, you know, we need to, need to pray that, you know, God, with my heart's on other things and my eyesight's on other things, help me to put my focus back on you. Yep. I do you know what it makes me think of help me in my unbelief that. And it makes me think of, I used to just sing this. And I was the chorus out of a longer hymn, but I always just think of the chorus of it. that just says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. It's a good way to bookend this. Although I wish you would have sang it like I sang off the top. Cause I feel like that would have, 
really sent it home. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think it would have sent the listeners home. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they well, probably are home. Yeah, I don't know are. what that means in a podcast. Well, I don't know. You could be in your car or you could be. Yeah, there you go. At home in your car, just listening in your garage. That's how exactly. I listen to my podcast. Yeah, who doesn't? All right. Well, now that we have Unraveled, that's that's too yeah. bad because that was just such a nice ending. And I just <laughs> wrecked it. I was yeah. worried I was going to do that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's, how many times can we use that one? Look, let's let's do that that prayer that drives out anxiety, yes. Yes. which is a prayer of thankfulness. And so let's, let's do it. God, we thank you for your mm-hmm. faithfulness. We th- acknowledge your goodness. And uh, Lord, you just show up. You just continue to show up again and again. And I don't know how many times uh, I have to learn this lesson, but Father, I pray that you would show me until I know. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would never find us uh, just exhausting ourselves, chasing after things that you know we need. Father, I, I pray that you would find us seeking you first, trusting you, trusting in your goodness and in your faithfulness to just add all these things. Mm. Uh, Father, may we always sit closest to you and not to our problems. And Father, again, I just pray that in your Holy Spirit, you would give us the strength, you would give us the reminder to take those thoughts captive in your name. And it is in the name of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord, Mm. that we praise you, thank you, and give all glory and honor to you. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you again so much, Dan. Thanks to... Uh, those of you who has tuned in, who have tuned in, unravel. Who is here. tuned in? That's it, man. Yep. Thanks to that guy listening. Yeah, yeah. Give you a tune in or gal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna get out of here. All right, uh, I'm gone. Yeah, sign up. <laughs>